Welcome to Crushing Kayfabe. My name is Jason Garish. Got a lot going on in the wrestling world right now, but uh, let's get to kind of the uh, elephant in the room. First off, uh, Cody Rhodes was, uh, I don't want to say let go, because of what, but has left AEW. Um, obviously, big news. You know, um, I'd kind of predicted that uh, a big star would go to WWE, but we're not even sure that that's... Uh, going to be the case there's rumors flying around that he has spoken to to wwe um whether that's true or not nothing's been confirmed i mean i'm seeing these reports that oh he's been seen in florida well the home of AEW is in florida so that's not shocking or surprising so uh jacksonville jaguars are in florida which tony khan is part owner of so to say, oh, he's been seen in Florida, supposedly filming, uh, filming some clips for um, at the uh, the facility down there for WWE. I don't know if that's true or not. Nobody's confirmed that. Um, I mean, it'd be interesting if it is. It's kind of um, kind of weird that WWE would want to re-sign Cody. I'm not sure what they would have to gain by doing this, sir constantly cutting wrestlers in efforts to um to shore up their budget and keep within projected goals so i'm not sure how uh cody rhodes would affect that i'm not sure that vince mcmahon or any of the executives at wwc cody rhodes is anything but a mid carter um or as any type of draw you know obviously he was a gigantic part of aew he was uh an officer with aew and um uh, you know one of very instrumental with the company that brought the company about in in many different ways um i'm not sure uh what to believe in this situation because my initial reaction was that when i saw this it all looked like a giant work and it still would not surprise me if it is a work that would not surprise me in the slightest bit because um because uh, I know Tony Khan has been promoting a big thing in, in wrestling coming up and whatever that means, God only knows, because he's dropped hints like that in the past and it's been nothing. You know, most recently his forbidden door comments and it ended up being, um, uh, then, wow, <laughs> it ended up, uh, he ended up having to sign, uh, jay white at the last minute to make himself not look like a tremendous fool but um but yeah it's uh so i'm not really um sure if this is even legit at this point you know until i see him actually appear on wwe television i won't know and uh, i don't think any of us will i mean last uh a couple days ago i think it was uh cody rhodes uh had a tweet regarding retirement. Okay, is he retired then? Um, which he promptly deleted shortly afterwards. So, um, so there's a lot of weird stuff going on. I mean, a lot of Cody Rhodes booking recently and Brandy Rhodes booking has made absolutely no sense whatsoever to me. Um, it would have worked great if they were trying to book him as a heel, but I don't know if that's what their intent was because it seemed like Cody was trying to be a face the entire time, but uh, I don't know. Um, 
I don't know if that was just bad booking or if it was actually some brilliant booking. Because if he comes to the com- back to the company as a major heel, then I guess it would work. But uh, but yeah, the um, we're kind of all I'm, you know, I, I'm not even sure what to add to it because the obviously he has to give up his position within the company as an officer, um, has to give up his his show, um, Rose to the Top, and wouldn't be on um, Big Show anymore, which uh, he's losing a lot out of this deal. So I don't know what his motivation is, whether it's just he's burnt out maybe, which would be understandable because he's doing a million different things, you know, and all of them associated with AEW. So I don't know. I mean... uh, once again, my initial reaction was that this is a work, and I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if it is or isn't, but that was my initial reaction just because of the way things went down. You know, he had been working on a handshake deal for a little while and then just decides to lead, leave the company. You know, it wouldn't shock me if this was all a gigantic work or if they have something much, much bigger in store. I know that uh, previous to... Cody Rhodes leaving the company. Um, Tony Khan had been talking to some officials at WWE. I believe John Laurinaitis was one official that he was talking to. So, are they going to work out a deal with WWE? I don't know. Um, but I think there's more to the story than what's being presented to the public because. Never trust a wrestler. <laughs> I mean, never trust a wrestler. Never trust a wrestling company. They will always, always work, work you. And uh, the fact that AEW is a privately owned company makes me even more hesitant to um, to think that this might not be a work because being a privately owned company, they don't have to disclose certain information to the public. They don't have to disclose their officers, who's within the organization, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Whereas WWE, that's all in the open, all publicly available knowledge, uh, because it has to be legally. It has to be if you're a publicly owned company like that. Um, stockholders uh, have a say in those things, so. Because the stockholders are basically, shareholders are basically the owners of the company. You know, just to a much lesser degree. Obviously, uh, a company such as WWE, Vince McMahon, is the majority shareholder. So he has the largest say of all the shareholders. But but every shareholder does have a say within the organization. And all of the records from that organization need to be made public. So, um... So, yeah, whereas that's one advantage AEW has is that they don't have to publicly disclose anything. They don't have to publicly disclose salaries or who's on the payroll or any of that. So, for all we know, Cody Rhodes could still be on the payroll for AEW. And this could all just be a ruse. It could all be a work. You know, until I see a moving truck in front of... uh, Cody Rhodes' house. Um, I don't believe any of it, but uh, but he could be in talks. I don't know. I mean, and just because you're in talks doesn't mean anything's signed on dotted line. So, 
So we got a long way to go with this, unfortunately. So we're going to watch this drama play out. And like I said, real weird booking of Cody Rhodes up until the end. So Cody and Brandy both. So if they're working us, it's it's probably going to be very good work. And if they're going to do something on that level, then uh, it could be a you know historic thing. But it could also backfire, and it could it could destroy the company's credibility within the fans' eyes. Or it could draw much more attention to the product itself. So, unfortunately, you know, we're going to have to wait on that and time will tell. You know, recently there was a tweet from, uh, unrelated to Cody Rhodes, but recently there was a tweet from, uh, I know, Brian Pullman Jr. who um, who showed him with a moving van in front of his house. He, he's just moving back to Cincinnati to be with his family. So, he's not leaving AEW, thankfully. Because I really liked him, and uh, I like him, and I think he has a bright future with the company. So it's good to see that he's just uh, going back to his roots to be with his family, and um, and not leaving the company. So uh, that's one uh, one thing I'm glad to see. Um, you know, we do know that AEW does have to trim its roster, and we do know that um, budgetary restrictions are going to have to be. Enforced in this upcoming uh, upcoming year because a number of contracts are up and uh, Cody Rhodes being one of them and um, and Khan just cannot Tony Khan cannot afford to um, to keep people on the roster that um, a lot of these people aren't even on television anymore. A lot of the people, I mean half half the roster, if not more, I haven't seen months on on their mainstream television shows, maybe on dark, maybe on elevation, whatever, but, but they've got a lot of talent that they're paying a lot of money to that. They have to, um, unfortunately let go. And that's just the facts of life because they aren't contributing to the success of the company. And it's a shame, but, uh, you know, they were needed at the, at the initial startup to get talent there. But, but, uh, but at this point in time, they're going to have to, um, they're going to have to part ways with a lot of the wrestlers on the roster, I think, and start trimming down because CM Punk, Brian Danielson, you know, Adam Cole, those guys don't come cheap. You know, um, they're play, paying a big price for those guys. Um, I don't know what they're paying Keith Lee, but um, I'm grateful he's there. But, yeah, this uh, this whole Cody Rhodes thing brings up uh, a lot more questions than it does answers and solutions. Because, once again, he's losing two shows in addition to the AEW shows. And, uh, and um, yeah, so he's, he's losing a lot out of this deal. So unless there's a big paycheck waiting on them from, for a, for, from WWE, I should say, which could be the case. Is he, is he just making a cash grab? I don't know. I mean, I know people have spoken about Stephanie McMahon and Triple H being a possible match for them at WrestleMania between uh, Brandy Rhodes and Cody Rhodes. I don't foresee that happening only because I don't see health-wise Triple H being in a position to able to be able to wrestle, um, especially since uh, WrestleMania is coming up very quickly. Um, if they put the next logical thing would be if they were going to utilize him would be in a match against Miz and Maurice. Which to me would be kind of interesting. You know, considering they both have reality television background, they they they're both a couple. So 
that might actually be kind of interesting. So that's another possible booking for them if WWE is going to book them. But once again, I don't think Vince or anyone high-ranking officials at WWE have that high of opinion of Cody Rhodes enough to book him where he would want to be booked. I mean, if he, I don't think he's going to sell for anything less than uh, one of the one of the top stars being in that that top tier. Um, if anything, he might be a top mid carter from what they would book him with. If if he's okay with that, then great. If not, um, then I'm not sure what Cody Rhodes is going to get out of this to satisfy his own ego because you know he's shown in the past that he does have an ego. Um, so, so we'll see, I guess we'll see. I mean, um, hmm. yeah, like I said, I'm obviously not going to send them to NXT unless you're going to pay them a lot of money to go to NXT, but, but I don't see that happening. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, unless they transfer the rights from Roads to the Top to like Peacock or one of those networks that's in, in bed with WWE. I mean, he's going to lose out on that. I mean, maybe he wants to. Maybe he doesn't want to do that show anymore. I don't know. And they could always continue Rhodes at the top. One suggestion was with with Dustin Rhodes. I don't know how interesting that would be. You know, Dustin, from all accounts, seems to be a really cool guy. So I don't know uh, how interesting that would be, you know, because with Cody, you have the drama. You have the uh, the ego. It's kind of like watching a car crash. So I'm not sure that following Dustin around with a camera, you know, playing with his dog and teaching people how to wrestle would be all that interesting, but maybe it will be. I don't know. Listen, I really like Dustin Rhodes, but I'm not sure he'd have the same demographics and the same appeal as, as Cody and his wife Brandy would on the show. So, yeah, obviously I want to get that out of the way right off the bat because uh, everybody's covering it. It's big time up in the air and uh, big news and maybe it's done just to draw more attention to AEW. I don't know. Maybe maybe Cody is legitimately gone from from AEW. I do not know. Uh, time will tell. But it's it's fun to speculate and it's interesting. But those are my possible uh, possible viewpoints on it. You know, it could be a gigantic work or it could be a money grab for him from WWE. But other than that, you know, uh, uh, Dynamite was in Nashville, Tennessee. You know, not too far from me, two and a half hours from where I am. You know, um, gr- great to see that on March uh, 6th, they're going to have Revolution, which is going to feature Punk versus MJF. I'm glad they're extending that feud. It's going to be a dog collar match, which should be awesome. Uh, that's going to be great between MJF and uh, Punk. You know, let's see, we had... Uh, Let's see, we had Danielson versus Lee Moriarty, which uh, turned out to be a lot better match than I thought it would be, you know. And then at the end of it, Moxley cut a great promo. So, uh, so uh, th- this is getting interesting. That, I think they got a lot of different ways that they can go down with that. Um, I think eventually, somehow, Moxley's going to be teamed up with Danielson. So... Um, so that could be interesting. And then they maybe bring up uh, a bunch of wrestlers that they can train and create kind of their own um, 
their own stable would be interesting. You know, we had a nice vignette from uh, Keith Lee. That's uh, really great to see him. He's on his honeymoon now, so so it's good to see he's enjoying that. You know, uh, Wardlow's getting a lot bigger pops, so uh, his turn's got to be soon. They got to um, they got to turn him soon, I think, because he's getting baby face pops all over the place. Um, there was kind of a cringe moment with uh when they brought uh, um. You know, uh, Britt Baker brought on uh, Sensei Kreese from uh, Cobra Kai. I, it was a little cringy, but it was still entertaining. You know, we had uh, Nashville. Now we had uh, Melissa Joan Hart in the audience, which was kind of cool to see. Um, she, I know she took some photos backstage with some of the wrestlers, like the Young Bucks and whatnot. She moved from Connecticut to, to Nashville. So, uh, so it was cool to see her pop up at a live event. That's always fun. You know, I was at, on the set of one of her um, her movies that was filmed in Connecticut and watching it. Was, it was really cool to be around. So, so that was neat to see. You know, um, but yeah, aside from that, that was that's really what was interesting from Dynamite. You know, um, Impact had their their pay per view, No Surrender, which uh, Jay White crashed. Um, not, I'm really not. Um, Impact's not doing anything to to get me to watch a show i'm sorry <laughs> and i used to love tna and uh and they're really not um not doing a whole lot to get me to watch i know triple a had their big event was it ray of rays i think um which uh if you're a john morrison fan he came back uh came back as what is it johnny superstar i think so he's back wrestling in triple a that should be pretty cool um you know ty valkyrie also uh made her appearance there so so we got a got a few things happening there in AAA, which is is good to see. I'm I'm glad to see Morrison wrestling. Uh, I kind of would have liked to have seen him go to AEW, but I don't think that's going to happen. They said I don't think uh, I think they need to uh, start start cutting some wrestlers rather than possibly signing some of them because because uh, that thing, that roster is looking awfully bloated and a lot of people who aren't contributing anything whatsoever to the shows. You know, and of course, WWE had their Elimination Chamber. And, uh, Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia, which is kind of odd. Uh, it must have been a nightmare to, uh, to set that up and bring that cage over. Jeez. Wow. I'm guessing they flew it over? I don't know. Or maybe by boat? I have no idea. Jeez. That's a heck of a setup, though, to, uh, to go a long way. You know? He had a uh, Rey Mysterio uh, with Dominic in his corner beating the Miz. He had Roman Reigns uh, defeat Goldberg, thankfully by technical submission. Oh, this—they're saying this might be the last we see of Goldberg. I am really hoping that. I mean, I'm a Goldberg fan, but it's time to pull the plug on this. You know, he couldn't wrestle when he was in his prime, and he can't wrestle now, and it's time to. To, to be done with Goldberg. I'm sorry. You know, maybe they can bring him back as an ambassador or um, a Legends contract, but to continually have him in top-tier matches like this, I know they want to bring these guys out for Saudi Arabia. They they get a lot of stuff, a lot of appeal, a lot of kickback for that. But, but man, it's time to pull a plug on, on Goldberg's wrestling career. I'm sorry, you know. They had a tag team match from Naomi and Ronda Rousey that defeated Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Um, 
I mean, that really doesn't... I mean, I'd much rather see Ronda go up against Charlotte Flair by herself, but that's going to be a WrestleMania thing. This was just to hype that up and and put more interest on that, I think. Uh, Drew McIntyre beat Madcap Moss. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Madcap Moss. I that that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> um I'm not even sure what to say to that. But yeah, real real interesting that they would bring this uh, this particular event to Saudi Arabia because usually elimination chamber is pretty pretty brutal. I mean, uh I'm not sure. Obviously they Saudi Arabia doesn't feel the same way against violence as they do persecuting women and and uh, minorities, but uh, it is what it is, you know. Um, Becky Lynch defeated Lita. Um, Becky Lynch le- wearing uh, Kyrie Sane's old outfit, which is kind of weird, but uh, uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, Lita obviously was an attraction brought back, so that would be our last match probably, but... Uh, that's kind of, you know, it is what it is. Um, Usos versus the Viking Raiders. Why? Why? I mean, that just uh, ending in the end to end in no contest is just why. Uh, Brock Lesnar defeating Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Matt, uh, yeah, Matt Riddle, and, uh, and Seth Rollins in the Elimination Chamber. And uh, Lesnar had a really interesting spot where he kicked out the glass, which apparently they're saying was not um, not planned. <laughs> so that's that's kind of terrifying. This man truly is a freak of nature. I don't know what to say else again about Brock Lesnar, but he is a scary dude. Wow. Um, Bobby Lashley effectively takes Bobby Lashley's belt, if I'm not mistaken. So. So, um, from what I understand, Bobby Lashley is going to need surgery, so that makes sense to why they would take it off him, I guess. I don't like, it kind of sucks to take it off him this soon, but if he needs surgery, yeah, he's going to require shoulder surgery, then I guess that's their, their reason for doing it, because he's going to be out for four months, so. Alright, so if you're going to put it on anybody, yeah, Brock Lesnar's a cool choice, I I can live with that, you know, um. It's really heartbreaking to see Bobby Lashley be down for four months. So he was doing some good work with uh, with MVP, and uh, and that sucks to see that. I really wanted to see another match between him and and Lesnar. To tell you the truth, that's that's been something I've been wanting to see for a while. Just two gigantic wrestling guys beating the heck out of each other because they both have legit MMA records. They both have extremely legit wrestling you know amateur wrestling record so to see those guys go at it I, I would love to see a match at would have loved I should say to see a match with at Wrestlemania between those two but it's not going to happen unfortunately because Bobby Lashley is requiring sur- surgery which uh, which blows but hey um, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of other wrestling, unfortunately, a lot going on lately. Um, been having some some car issues and whatnot. So, 
So, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch a whole lot else wrestling, but uh, a lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, primary thing being the whole Cody Rhodes situation. You know, what's going to happen with him? You know, where's he going to end up? And uh, that's a big deal right now. So, you know, obviously, like I say, he has to relinquish his uh, executive title and whatnot because that would be a conflict of interest if he went to WWE. But, um uh, but yeah, we'll see where uh, see where Cody ends up and see where this whole drama ends. Um, not a whole lot else to add to that. So um, thank you for listening. And like, give a shout out to uh, Lucky Lady Candles. Um, me, hit them up on Facebook and on Etsy. And um, some real quality product. Go uh, go look for them and uh, and uh, get some candles. Uh, then and now flea market, downtown Trenton, right across from the square. You can't miss it. So then and now flea market. You can go down there. You can buy one of my CDs. You can buy some handmade goods from my uh, my wife. You can uh, buy a whole bunch of other stuff from uh, a ton of other vendors uh, that um, that have stuff there. I mean, stuff, brand new stuff, used stuff. You know, handmade stuff. It's a great store. So check them out. Then and now, Trenton, Tennessee, downtown. You know, and give a shout out to us. You know, check us out on crushingkfabe.com. That's crushing with a K, crushingkfabe.com. There you can get the latest news from us. You can get links to all of our social media accounts on Instagram, Facebook, and on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com, look for crushing kfabe, crushing with a K. And for $1 a month, you can get ad-free audio. So you can listen to this podcast without any interruptions. Be ad-free for just $1 a month. And uh, help support us and keep the lights on. Besides from that, I got nothing else. You know, Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Be safe and God bless. Mm-hmm.